to the Wild Wisdom Podcast with Dr. Patricia Mills. I'm Dr. Patricia. This podcast is for people who want to transform their health, restore their hormones, and reconnect to their body's natural wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Patricia. I'm a Canadian medical doctor, published author, internationally recognized researcher, and passionate advocate for your health. Here, we'll explore the intersection between ancient wisdom and cutting-edge science, distilling the essence of true health into practical steps you can take. Wild wisdom is instinctive knowledge in action. Thanks for making this part of your day. A really important consideration is to understand where you are right now with your health. In other words, what is your current health status? And I've mentioned before that there's a number of tests that you can do, you know, blood work, stool, blood, uh, food sensitivities, uh, imaging, MRIs, uh, all those sorts of things. Certainly, they, they do provide an important um, picture of where you're at. However, I think what's really misunderstood and not used enough is the understanding of how to read your body language and what it is that your body is telling you about your health. And what often happens is that it's kind of like the frog in the pot story where if you, if you take a frog and put it, into, put it into a boiling pot of hot water, it's going to immediately jump out. It's going to know right away that something's wrong. But if you put a frog into a pot of cool water and you slowly heat it up, it could even stay there enough for it to cook to death. It won't notice that things are happening slowly in the wrong direction, right? So this is what happens oftentimes uh, with most people with respect to their health. They start off at a certain baseline when they're born and they can either be born healthy or they can be born with already existing issues. And over time, um, their health can slowly deteriorate. However, without an understanding of what true health is and what to look out for in terms of what are the signs that you're developing disease, uh, you can go years, if not decades, experiencing problems in your body that indicate that you're having a problem with your health and you're not even aware of it. And if you learned how to understand and read that body language, you could um, actually be even better at detecting disease in your body than any blood work or tests that could be done. Because here's a limitation with blood work and tests. They are not perfect and they are not complete. We have not reached the pinnacle of everything that is possible to test our body. So for example, let's say I want to know what your magnesium stores are, right? You're like, okay, low magnesium, 80% of the population, do I have low magnesium? And uh, you would come to me and I would say, okay, well, we can test your blood levels of magnesium. Well, only 1% of magnesium is stored in the blood. So that doesn't give us 99% of the picture. And then the next best test that's available is called a red blood cell magnesium. So they look at the red magnesium in red blood cells in your blood. And that gives you a slightly better picture, let's say 30%. But what that doesn't tell us is how much magnesium is available for use by your ovaries, by your testes, by your bowels, by your brain? There is no way to test for that. So what's an even better test of whether or not you have something like low magnesium? Well, it would be a very detailed history where how are my energy levels? Because magnesium is the molecule of energy. You need one molecule of magnesium for every molecule of energy that you make. It's like the paper to the money. Okay, if you don't have enough magnesium, you don't have enough energy, period. 
one thing to know is that if you slowly start to experience low energy of any kind, right, that could be an indication of some disease process happening in the body. Could either be a low magnesium state because you don't get enough from your food or, you know, from your diet or from your drinking water. Or it could be because your body's experiencing another disease process and because magnesium is a molecule of energy, that disease process is taking up a lot of energy and draining your magnesium. And so the first sign oftentimes of disease is low energy. But like, the, like remembering back to the frog in the pot, it's so insidious. It's such a slow, slow process sometimes that all of a sudden, 10 years later, you wake up and you're just like, oh, my energy is low. But that seems normal to you. So you don't even think to question it. Until all of a sudden there's a tipping point and all of a sudden you go to having like not enough energy to do the things and you, and you start to realize, wow, like something is up and you go to your doctor and you go to your functional medicine doctor, naturopathic doctor, Western medicine doctor, and they can do all the tests and that can still come back normal. But guess what trumps, what wins in the situation is your body language. Your body does not lie. It has no capacity to lie. It will tell you very straight up if the way that you're living your life, what you're doing with your body is working for it or not, right? So when you start to understand that um, your body language speaks to you, you have to learn how to interpret it. So then it begs the question, the question is, what is true health? What is the definition of true health? For example, your doctor will consider you to be healthy if you have the absence of a disease diagnosis. So if you cannot be diagnosed with diabetes or high cholesterol or cancer, they'd say, oh, you're healthy. Well, I would beg to differ. I think I would rely more on um, more ancient systems of medicine like Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine and a more naturopathic and functional medicine approach, which is to say, if all of your bodily systems are working optimally and they're working together in harmony and you experience that on a daily basis, moment to moment, as being completely free of any limitations in your, from your body so you don't have to worry about low energy, your, con, your you know, digestive system, you know, you're able to take your food in, break it down, the body can absorb that food, it can use the food uh, it can create what it needs to create, eliminate what it needs to eliminate. And all of those systems are working together like a big, lovely, happy, collective community. Okay. And the end result of that is that you wake up in the morning and you feel completely refreshed. You uh, eat your food and that food um, provides you with just the right amount of energy, doesn't bring you down, doesn't make you tired halfway through the day, doesn't cause a lump to be felt in the belly. Your, your belly is like flat and, um, you know, and light. And there's a feeling of lightness within your belly. Like if you center in on that feeling within the belly, there's no feeling of like heaviness or congestion. You know, you look at your arms and your legs and your, your hands are not too cold. Your feet are not too cold. The skin um, is looking, you know, like smooth and there's no rashes going on anywhere on the body. Um, your hair is looking, you know, it's not dry, it's lustrous, uh, appropriate for your age, of course. Like as you age, you do lose hair, but it's not early hair loss. You know, your skin is not dry. Your fingernails should be smooth and strong and not brittle and cracking, for example. You know, your tongue should be smooth and pink. 
with, you know, little to no cracks in it, no white coating on it, no green coating on it. You know, there's lots of things that we can gather from our, from our health to understand where are we at right now. The thing is, I think that what happens is that people get afraid of taking a really deep look within and, you know, uh, within our own health because they recognize that if something were not optimal, then perhaps they would need to change. And I think people really are afraid of and resist change. A change to the diet, a change to the lifestyle, a change to the mindset, a change to the routine, right? A change even to the grocery shopping list can be so anxiety provoking for people. A change of recipes, right? I have this longstanding recipe that I use and I, I don't want to change it. This is what I do, right? Getting out of the comfort zone, that's what, that's what is required. And if I can use this op- opportunity to provide you with a different perspective is to say, the portal to true health is by recognizing that when you have problems, health problems, there are opportunities for necessary change. So you can look at health problems as opportunities rather than things to induce fear and anxiety. And you know what happens is when we become fearful of our health status, We can either, it can either galvanize us, like really be a catalyst for us to take action. That's, that's the approach that I took with myself. Um, But what I often see happening is that some people will become paralyzed or they'll numb or they'll go into denial and they'll just, you know, turn a blind eye and keep doing what they're doing. And the problem with that is that it's short-term gain, like quote unquote, the gain being you get to stay in your comfort zone right? But the long-term pain is that it's just the beginning. Like if you start to notice that things are not going well with your health, that situation will not change. It will just get worse, guaranteed. And there is no way to solve a solution in the same conditions that created it. So if you're, if you're not in ideal health, you know, the reality is that something about your environment, what you're eating, drinking, putting on you and what you're thinking, you know, where you're living, how you're living, is not ideal for your body type, for your unique constitution in that time of your life, because it changes throughout the t- throughout the life cycle. There is a need to uh, recognize that and create change in your life. And I think that for many people, the barrier actually is there. That's the barrier towards true health. You know, many people they know, or let's not say that I wouldn't. I can't say at this point in time that most people know what they need to do to create true health. Because the um, current paradigm of the Western um, society has some um, lifestyle habits like eating and, and uh, exercising and that kind of thing that I actually have observed and, this, and the research has shown do not support ideal health. Okay? So it does require that the individual who um, makes the identification of health needing to be better and is willing to make the change to additionally do research on this beyond what their medical Western medical doctor is going to tell them. Why? Because, and uh, I can say this because I went through the training and I am a Western medical doctor, we are not taught about health promotion. We are taught about diagnosis of disease and we are taught about the treatment of disease And whatever health promotion that we're taught is very, very outdated and very, very minimally part of the curriculum, like very minimal. 
And from what I know now, the outdated part is really, really, really relevant. So, you know, this is the challenge for, for true health, but I think again, it can be like a journey, right? It can be an adventure if you choose it to be is recognizing you need to change, accepting it, making a choice, getting yourself in that direction and then doing the research. And, you know, this is why this podcast is so crucial because I would like this to be a place where you can come to and get the knowledge that you need that's been vetted by cutting edge science and has a beautiful intersection when available with the ancient wisdom um, that will guide you in that journey and provide you with at least the confidence that the actions that you're taking will, res- will um, end up in results. This is what I get really sad about is when I see people who have all of the best of intentions of uh, creating health for themselves, and then they follow um, recommendations that are um, have now been proven to not help. And or let's say this: let's say you start a recommendation and you're trying it out. What you'll know if it works for you based on the results. I mean, if something isn't giving you results within about three to six weeks, in some kind of way, not that you're going to get resolution and cure or reversal in that time, but you should start seeing results. And then individuals who don't listen to that body language, because you need to really tune into your response to, to things. And so um, being able to listen into your body language, decide and determine if this is the right approach for you. And if it's not, even though, you know, someone very high level, even someone like myself, I said, this is something you should try. If it's not working for your body, it's not meant for your body. And so you have to really reassess and, and stay curious. You know, stay open, stay flexible, um, and remember, health is about persistence, patience, and consistency. So it's not just a one-off. I'm gonna, you know, try this one food plan, and if that food plan doesn't work for me, that's it. Like I give up, you know. Or I'm gonna stick to that food plan. Um, for example, vegetarians, vegans, paleos. You know, some people have constitutions that simply do not align genetically. They don't, they don't do well. And even though technically they could be very healthy food plans and diets, um, you may not have the genetics to properly create, you know, vitamin A from the precursors and vegetables or to properly metabolize um, the fats from animal meats and, you know, those sorts of things. So you have to really be a detective. So you have to be a detective at the level of where is my health now? And then you have to be a detective at the level, what works for me, for my health, personally. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, Wild Wisdom with Dr. Patricia Mills. If you like this podcast, please take the time to like and subscribe. And please feel free to leave any comments and look below for the contact information if you want to connect with me directly. Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful day, evening or night. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just a reminder, this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for a professional care doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you are looking for help in your journey, it is important that you seek out a qualified health practitioner. 
If you would like to work with Dr. Patricia for her expert health transformation guidance, please email her at info at drpatriciamills.com to book a discovery call. You can also find Dr. Patricia on Instagram at Dr. Patricia Mills and Facebook at Wild Wisdom for Women with Dr. Patricia Mills, MD. For access to all of Dr. Patricia's educational videos and more amazing perks, consider becoming a Patreon member. Links are in the description of this episode. It is important to have an expert in your corner that can help you make the changes you crave, especially when it comes to your health. 